G, I think we got one. Only love I ever felt from my mama, my mama. Miss my grandma, miss my uncle. Rest in peace, left from Reese. Cash out, thick bitch from the west side. Cash down, no, this is not a S class. Maybe I've been turning up for my city. Cherry production. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, Steve Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix, a.k.a. the one true king of the South, a.k.a. Diddy Quarantino, a.k.a. NBA Youngboy, a.k.a. Playoff Diddy, a.k.a. Um, I'm focused, a.k.a. Blessed and stressed because, you know, we believe in duality. And on the hotline, as always, is my wonderful and gracious co-host. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Allie Nicole. A.K.A. your bald-headed, fine-ass, badass. A.K.A. Mrs. 3.0. A.K.A. Mrs. Larsa Pimpin. Pimpin. A.K.A. that little baby. She ain't gonna listen till maybe September. Maybe. You you not gonna, bro, you not gonna listen. You don't listen, bro. Like, I don't, like, you don't listen in general. No. Nah. I don't. Like your your ears are for like aesthetic purposes. We're not practical. <laughs> aesthetic listening is for aesthetic purposes only. Um. So first of all, most shout out to all everyone who listened last week. Y'all clearly like it when we choose chaos and and instead of peace. Um. Just based based off the metrics, y'all like it when we choose chaos instead of peace. Um. Big shout out again to uh, Mr. Allen for President, aka uh, what, Young Godiva, and aka uh, I think what was the one? It was like Carolina Gold Capriccio. Oh, he had so, like. So I'm be honest with you. My favorite one would probably have to be um, Oak Tavern Throat Grabber. That's up there. Um, then you. I don't remember it too much more after that. I, they were all wild, but like Oak Tavern Throat Grabber. Yeah, I craved wings immediately after that. Because like, you know how wild of a nigga you got to be to grab shorty throat at the wing joint? At the fucking wing joint. Nigga, she could be choking on a wing. I'm be honest with you. The last nigga that grabbed my throat in the middle of the function, we left. Oh, it's time to go home, baby. <laughs> that rem- no 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 actually I remember well I don't remember this was told to me because I was drunk mm-hmm. I remember you know once upon a time long long ago Calvin it, before Christ you know what I'm saying before Christ uh, I was it was St. Patrick's Day it was Green Mile oh my fucking god and I was I had I was with a little little some some little you of know course you were little 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 whoopty whoop as when y'all realize, it. when y'all realize men are the real sluts, we'll touch on that later. You'll stop giving these niggas as much attention as you do. Excuse me, my nigga. Niggas are whores. I'm out. Oh, it's going to be story time with Allie. That's absolutely story time see, with Allie. See, I hate when you do this because then you make me turn misogynistic because I'm like, and women aren't. No, you get defensive, not misogynistic, because everything women do is typically in defense of misogyny, but you know that already. Listen, never mind. Anyway, back to my story before you get me off track and I start talking about how 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 some of y'all women is hoes. And I don't want to do that. Not some. We are hoes. We are. 
But women okay. deserve to be hoes too. We're gonna touch on that later. Anyway, so I just remember I was in a function. You know, I was you know this 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 was sponsored by Jameson, and I knew that Shorty had like I guess some other niggas in the function. I didn't care per se. And so, like, she was talking shit, and I literally grabbed her by her throat and was like, "Stop fucking playing with me!" In front of, in front of like her homegirls, but stop fucking playing with me. And and then I left, and apparently the homegirls was like, "Oh, so that's when you fucking." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, so that's when you." Fucking. It's it's just like I have a problem. I have a problem in the fact that like sometimes I am very petty in my acting. And if I know that, like, okay, so, 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 you know, before Christ, if I knew you had somebody, but you was fucking with me, that made me want to fuck with you because I knew that I was, that you were ignoring another nigga for me. And you had the fucking audacity to sit here on this here platform and say women are the hoes? Yes. All right, Calvin. Here's the thing. Listen. Because here's the thing. And all right, Calvin. Listen, Go ahead. Go oh, ahead, Calvin. I, okay, we here. What's up? So like when I say that, I say that as Oh. Uh-huh. No. I say that <laughs> as someone who understands that everything that I have said has also been done to me by a woman. I like when it'll be women who have not talked to you in years, bro. Like, have not talked to you, have not spoken a single solitary goddamn word to you in years, bro. But as soon as they they see, either see you come up or they they feel like you got a shorty or they feel like you're not even giving them the attention that you used to give them, they, they at your door like, knock, 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 knock. Remember me? That's the same energy. You know, it's, it's a forbidden fruit thing that people want, what, people want what they can't have. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what that is, and that's a very much a neutral uh, phenomenon. So yeah, so so that's how I, that's how I say it like that. I wish y'all could see the face I just gave. Yeah. Because it sounds like the same hot crock of bullshit. I think it is. <laughs> you think it's bullshit? You think it's hot crock bullshit that women like niggas who are in relationships? Okay, hear me out. <laughs> go if you go ahead, start lying, baby girl. It's okay. Hear me. I see we're gonna fight today. I like that's the energy I'm getting. Okay, so we're the probably people, gonna... the people like when we argue. Apparently, the people like when we choose chaos instead of peace. Because Calvin, we're gonna end up cussing each other out by the end of this episode. I can feel it. It's fine. Because what the fuck you just said? Yes, women do like niggas in relationships. We don't pursue niggers in relationships. I do not deliberately. You excuse me. Adult Alex does not deliberately go after niggers who are obligated. How how are we defining adult Alex? Twenty five. You know I'm not gonna put your business out there. Twenty five. No, 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 no. I didn't say that married men don't approach me. I said what I used to like go for used to be niggas in relationships because it was no obligations. I didn't have to worry about you. You would go home eventually. 
whenever I decided to send you back to your bitch, you was going home. But I'll be honest with you, playing with a nigga who has a girlfriend and playing with a nigga who has a wife are two totally different ballgames because that wife is going to absolutely shoot you. She's going to put a bullet in your ass. That girlfriend may just pull up on you, cause some drama, yell, scream, be hurt, da da da. But when you decided to marry somebody, you connected your life to theirs. Okay, marriage is a different ballgame. It's it's, it's 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 the level of fuck shit that you need to break out of that is is. Yeah, super because I've already been di- I've been divorced. I've gone through a divorce. I know exactly what the fuck that looks like. And I thank God that a lot of the drama that could have came my way from getting divorced didn't. I thank God for it. There was a there was a lot. I dealt with so much less red tape than I would have in any other situation in my life. And God is good for that, okay? But when you know better, you do better. And that's not a game I want to play. That's not a game I want played in my life. So that's not a game I'm going to play with anybody else's. And I'm going to be real with you. Getting approached by married men makes me cringe. Because what kind of bitch do you think I am? Who the fuck do you think I am? What the fuck do you think this is? And I understand you, quote unquote, have to try it. But what across my forehead gives you the vibes that I'm the kind of bitch to play with like that? And please tell me, because if there's a, a, a... Anywhere in my life that I'm lacking self-awareness, please tell me so I can fix that shit immediately. But this ain't never fucking that. And it pisses me off a little bit because married men make great boyfriends. <laughs> you, you, you do realize that you went through, you just said all of that, right? You just said all of that. And, yeah. then, and then you ended with married men make great boyfriends. Because I've experienced it. And I'm only going to talk from my truth. This is my truth. You don't have to like it. This is my truth, though. There was once upon a time where Alex was fucking with a married man, okay? Story time with Alex. Let's park the car a little early, shall we? I was dating a married man. Now, when I told you this was 20-year-old Alex, I'm not talking late 20s, early 20s. So I was younger than 25 at the time, okay? And the man, I did not know he was married. I ended up finding out, which is his own buckle of trouble yeah generally yeah generally i think we 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 do a terrible job of allowing people to make their own decisions in that aspect uh Uh because i think if you keep it a buck and people choose what they choose versus you you saying you telling them manipulating the situation yeah just because because you want to you know what i mean like you want some ass and honestly and truly, and I think go back to my point, if you keep it a buck and you allow people to make that decision, yeah, sometimes you're going to get a no, but also sometimes you, they're going to be with it regardless because you've allowed them to make that choice on their own. They just might be with it, my nigga. And hear me out. I think that to an extent, to an extent, at this point in my life, again, younger than 25. I also, at the time that I was dating this married man, had a boyfriend. So this bitch, at this point in time, I thought I was cute. I thought it was some cute shit to do. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I got a boyfriend. I got somebody I could lay up underneath. And I'm fucking with this nigga who's got a wife and a family. And it's a whole totally different obligation. And y'all both y'all spoiling me. Like, I didn't this was, see the- And this was before Meg and the City Girl. This is more like Trina and Little Kim. Yeah, like I was raised on Trina. And Little Kim and Foxy Brown. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a 90s baby. 
I was written. I grew up in the early 2000s. I was raised on bitches. Okay. So let me tell you something. And clearly, let's be real. Y'all be like, oh, well, shit, you was also raised by your mama. So what the fuck did she have to say? Let's be clear. Y'all parents didn't know all the hot girl boy shit she was getting into. Y'all didn't, y'all parents weren't that aware of every little thing and every little corner you was busting, bitch, please. Okay. Also, half y'all parents didn't raise y'all. Half y'all motherfucking parents didn't raise you. Okay. So, like, anyway. I, like if, we, if we want to talk about, so like, I think sometimes people get all a lot high, a lot more high and mighty when it comes to these sorts of things. Like who raised you? Like, like, first and foremost, a lot of y'all parents were absentee parents because as long as you did, as long as you were in certain places at certain times, they didn't give a fuck how you got there. They didn't, if you went from A to B, you was cool. They didn't give a fuck if you went from A to C to D to F to B, as long as you got to B. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, like, I, like, I had some pe- some parents where it's like, as long as you went to church on Sunday morning, they was cool. You could yeah. do whatever. You could do whatever the fuck you wanted to do Saturday night. Those parents. Well, no, I didn't have those parents either. My parents were actually very strict. My parents were actually very strict. But, um, I'm talking about as an adult where there was nothing to be strict on. There was nothing to be strict about. Bitch, I'm grown. Your parents. Didn't my parents? I I knew that there was some shit that I was into that I couldn't talk to my mama about, so I didn't. Yeah, especially once you like, once you leave the my house, my rules. Oh, and I had my own shit. What? Oh yeah, you wasn't telling me nothing. You wasn't telling me shit, shit. Okay, so back to my story, right? <laughs> so this man, this man took care of me. He took care of me. He took care of me. And that's the best way I know how to put it. He paid, was paying a couple little bills, taking me out. We was traveling, cashing me out, buying me clothes and shit. Mind you, I'm younger than 25. So that shit looked good to me. And then his wife called me. And then I realized that, the, oh, oh, hmm. well, all right. Well, all right. There are some consequences to some of this shit, huh? And she so, knew. So, so, so tell me, yeah, tell me the conversation of how the wife, how that, how that happened. Tell me Mind y'all, this is this is a, a obviously years ago, but it was very much so along the lines of. Uh, also, the married man I was talking to was absolutely like thirty five plus, so this was a grown ass man. Okay. His wife taught me, and she says, "You know what? You're a you're a child." His wife, also 35 plus. So she is talking to a child. If I'm talking to a girl, if I'm talking to a woman 10 years my senior, I'm not going to say that she's a child, but you also not fucking with me. You're not fucking with me. Okay? I'm not competing with 25-year-olds. Not yeah, at all. She, she done, you know what I'm saying? She done, she done been where you at and where she at. Okay? She's not talking to me. She not. I'm, we're not peers. She's not talking to me like I'm her peer. Okay? This woman says, she says, and I had no choice but to be like, yes, ma'am. But uh, this woman, she says, I'm going to spare you because you are a little girl. Who shit? Okay. Who <laughs> shit is right? <laughs> Who shit is absolutely Ooh. right? She said, she's talking to my young, little young ass. She said, little, she said, little girl, I'm going to spare you because you're a child to me. 
And embarrassing you means that at some point I would have to become 25 years old again and I make too much money to do that. She says, so I'm just going to tell you, like I had to tell the other ones, which let me know, oh, I'm he not even the only bitch. He ain't, yeah, he ain't new to this. He, he true to this. Okay. He said, I'm going to tell you, like I had to tell the other ones, leave my husband alone because the next time there won't be a conversation and hung up the phone. <laughs> that's gangster. Gangster as fuck. That's gangster as hell. Cause, and honestly, I, I respect the honesty because... Do you want to know what the fuck I did? Left that nigga alone, I hope. No, because Alex God damn it, Alex. No, bro, you're talking... I know peace now. I didn't know peace then. Okay? No, I didn't leave that nigga alone. I was intrigued. I was intrigued. I wanted to know how many other bitches and what the fuck you was going to do to make it right with me. Because chaos. Because chaos. Do you know this nigga pulled up in an hour? Pulled up to my little job in an hour. An hour from that conversation with lunch, flowers, and some money. What was my young, unexperienced, wet-behind-the-ears ass supposed to do? I mean, you know what you're supposed to do now, but like, it's... Then? Oh, glitter was gold. Glitter was absolutely gold then. That was my shit. Man, it's one of those moments, Calvin, where, and I round out my story to say this, okay? Number one, when you realize niggas are the sluts, you move a little different. And I've dealt with some slutty ass men. But like, when we talk about, I don't think we give enough we don't we don't give misogyny enough credit when we talk about the way certain women because a lot of times women are not women aren't responding they're reacting and when you realize that 9 times out of 10 women move the way they do because it's a reaction to the way they've been treated and not a response because the difference between a reaction and a response is that a response is on your terms a reaction is on theirs a reaction is on theirs so there comes a point in time where you choose to start responding and stop reacting. Response is on your times. And sometimes you choose not to, which is the real maturity. I ain't got there yet. I can't give that kind of advice. I cannot give you that kind of advice. But what I can tell you is when you do choose to respond instead of react, the peace hits different. It does. It does. I ain't there yet, but I'm pretty sure it The only thing that I don't necessarily agree with is I feel like we are not allowing the people who who choose to respond or react, whatever phrasing you want to use, in a sort be accountability. Like, yes, you you we have free will to choose however we want to choose. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. So if you choose to if you choose to move a certain way. Because that nigga didn't move a certain way. You still made that choice. Right. You did. But what I'm saying is that, and we talk about this all the time, so it's ironic that this is your stance with that. Sometimes the, the accountability is not yours to give. Sometimes you in the motherfucking way, sis. You in the fucking way. Sometimes you're not what the, you're not the person the lessons is for. You're a part of the, you're, you're just a part of a bigger picture that's going on. And growth 
and 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 maturity and just some time on this planet will tell you that certain shit ain't even for you to respond to because it's not yours. It don't even fucking belong to you. You're tied up in some shit that you were just honestly a distraction. Get out the motherfucking way so that motherfucking can get what's for, what's his. Sometimes we be trying to accountability and teach you a lesson your way into getting involved in more shit than you belong in. Sometimes get the fuck out the way. That ain't yours. Who's I'm, getting the fuck out the way in this situation? In my situation, I should have got the fuck out the way. So, 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 so that married woman, so that married woman told me to get out the way. Alex being a curious bitch, I didn't finish the story. Right? Oh yeah. Alex yeah. being the curious bitch decided to stick around, argue with the nigga. So yeah, he pulled down to my job with flowers and money and some lunch and and a really, really, really good explanation, right? So. I stuck around because it sounded good. I know you. I don't know your wife. But the fact that you have a wife should have been enough for me to be like, bye. But again, we're not old enough to know better. We're not old enough to know better, right? Do you know that his wife also pulled up to my job? Because what kind of wife doesn't have the location to her husband? What kind of wife doesn't know? Doesn't if you're If you're this invested, you got my number. You know enough to get my number. So you knew a little bit more about me than I was prepared to prepare for. His wife absolutely pulled up to my job and I had a problem on my hands because she told me what to do. She didn't get violent. It wasn't any of that, but she had to let me know she wasn't playing. And I learned that. I did. Sometimes there's always a warning before destruction. Oh, wait. And so when I say accountability, I'm not in. I wasn't talking about you. I don't think you were the person that I was talking about accountability with as far as reaction and responding. Right. It, it was the wife. Like the wife made it clear from that initial conversation that she wasn't leaving that nigga. Cause if a conversation, if she's leaving that nigga is different. Like, Hey, I done, I done picked up on game. I done peak game. Like you can, you can have a nigga sis or hey, like, I'm not I'm not with the funny shit like you knew he had a wife but like he don't he don't have a wife no more type shit you feel me but the way she said like leave my husband alone she, from the from the dribble you knew she wasn't leaving that nigga because and again we all did first, I did I want to know that's the thing did I want to know did no, I want to know you, no you, I didn't I didn't care you didn't care because that wasn't your problem exactly it was it but what I'm t- what I'm talking about as far as like in that relationship shit, right? In in their in their marriage, in their relationship, she knew that she wasn't leaving that nigga because she had put too much in. She had pro- did too much. She had whatever reasoning she had, she knew she wasn't leaving that nigga, even with all of not the others and you as far as people that he was involved with outside of the confines of his marriage. She knew that she wasn't leaving that nigga, and I think sometimes we. We throw stones from glass houses because we're talking about like, like you're better than me. Like if I was me, I would have left that. Like you don't know what you're going to do in any situation until you're in. It. You know what I mean? Especially like when you said you you didn't before God, your 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 higher power, all your friends and family. You didn't say that you this is the nigga you spending the rest of your life with. Yeah. The, you probably gonna let some shit slide that if you that you're not gonna let some shit slide if there's no reason. And I'm gonna be honest with you, as somebody who's been a wife, as somebody who is actually like really 
me and my ex-husband realized that the romantic aspect of our relationship did not work, but he is still one of the best business partners I've ever had. He's still one of the best partners I've ever had. We just don't work romantically. But me and my ex-husband are very, we're still very close. And it took some time for us to circle back to each other. It took some time for us to heal. It took some time for him and I to like get over some shit because we were married. I had his last name. I'm the only other person on the planet that has his last name that he didn't share blood. In his head, I'm never not going to be his wife. I was his first experience at what love really is. And I think for for me, my ex-husband was my first my first attempt at commitment. He's the first name outside of my son I ever really committed to. And he gave me stability and I gave him my word. I gave him I gave him a promise to him that I I've never broken even to this day. I've never broken that promise to him. We've always had each other. And it's kind of beautiful on the back end of things. Okay, this is going to sound funny to say. <laughs> I've reconnected with my ex-husband platonically. And our kids are the reason why we had to do that. Because our, our, our sons were at one point in time brothers. They're still brothers. And funny fucking story. Um, my son has two older brothers. And of course, my son's older brothers have met my stepson. We were family. Like, I don't play that shit. These right. are my kids. And which is also why I'm very private about that. because. I'm a mom to a lot of different kids. I'm a biological mom to one. So I don't ever want anybody to think that that's something you can play with. It ain't. So um, my kids are my kids. And ironically, my kiddos, older brothers, and my stepson, they have the same barber because Cincinnati is small like that. Yeah. And Cincinnati is real small like that. And the boys just so happen to run into each other. And they exchanged numbers, and of course, kiddo ended up being involved. And now, my son and his brother are reconnected, and that's beautiful. And that wasn't ever anything I never wanted to happen. It's just that there was a lot of healing that needed to take place in order for that to do so. And God has a God don't play with kids. Angels protect babies more than any fucking thing, and. If these kids are meant to be a part of each other's life, nothing but death will keep them from it. And that's what that's that's what it is. I have to respect and I have to honor that. So um, there's going to be some play date soon. And me and my ex-husband talked about it. And him and I are both in a place in our lives where we can actually let that happen. And I'm going to let it. I'm not going to interrupt that. That's divine. So and that was just a part of something that happened in my, my past week. And I, I, I'm just kind of amazed of how everything always somehow comes closer. And oftentimes it's oftentimes kids become the collateral of, of, of the adults unhealed trauma, right? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, whether it's the trauma you pass down that you haven't resolved when you were a kid to, to, to your child or the trauma that you have with your kids, baby mother, baby, you know, baby father, and now, and now the child is impacted by it. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's often good that these these things are allowed, and the in the in the atmosphere is allowed where they can kind of reconnect. Because I could listen. I'm speaking from a very hypothetical thing. Because I could never imagine, you know what I'm saying? Like having a brother taken away from me because 
our parents divorced. You feel what I'm saying? Like that sort of thing is something that's very, very much a real detriment because you're not meant to really go through this life alone. And the more companions that you build up, especially people you consider family, the better. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Honestly. Um, sometimes family is exactly who you make it out to be. And I'm proud that I, I'm really just proud of the family I've built for myself. I've got family with people that know we don't share blood with. And the only thing we got in common is the fact that we're choosing to be in a relationship or choosing to have a friendship or choosing to have kids or whatever, whatever the case may be. My village is so solid. And that's one thing I've, I'm always grateful for. Nothing I do in my life can be can't can ever be accomplished without the people around me. And y'all some crazy, solid motherfuckers. I don't know how y'all put up with my shit. Thank you. <laughs> I have no idea how y'all put up with me. No clue. Because I don't even like me some days. I'm so frustrated with myself right now, I can't breathe. But like, I have people who remind me of my worth even when I don't see it. And that sounds really cliche, but it's true. Sometimes you need to be reminded reminded that you are the worth the effort that you put into yourself first. But uh Yeah, my nigga. How's your um MBA program going on, Mr. Smarty Pants? Uh so MBA young this is the MBA young boy uh, portion of the program. <laughs> so we are in we are halfway through the second week of my first class right in a spring course so it's it's a two days a week three hours per day and you know this and mind you my teacher right she is she's doing she's a good teacher but do you know how much you gotta love your job for 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 it to for you to go over on a class that's scheduled to end at 9 p.m at night on a monday it, it got to 9 p.m. and she, she's still teaching shit. And I'm over here like, baby girl, like, it is hard enough to pay attention to you as is because it's, it, it's a Monday night class. Like, the work, like, you already then got your ass whipped by Monday. And then it's like, ha, 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 ha. Now we're going to make it extra long. But I have my first case analysis presentation. Um, We're recording this on Tuesday. So I have my first case analysis tomorrow and so literally my first assignment in grad school was a group project i hated group projects when i was an undergrad because i was like i don't know and or trust you niggas and now the first grad you know god is funny because god will find out what you don't like or what you're not really fucking with or what you're trying to avoid and then make you run head first right in that shit absolutely every time and literally be like, you going to deal with this shit one way or another, nigga. I don't know what you thought this was going to be, but you're going to deal with it. And so that's where I'm at. Um, prayers, prayers. Um, as, I, as I go through this journey, pray, listen, um, I know we're not a political podcast, but I don't care what Joe Biden thinks he's about to do about these student loans. They are, they are never getting the money out of me. Listen, I don't even talk about my student loans. When I think about my personal debt, student loans doesn't really come up. And I know that's terrible because it's just like, y'all going to get it back in blood or I'm never going to not. Listen, Jesus 
pay for all my sins. And I consider student loans a sin as well. Because the reason I consider student loans a sin is because if I was, as an 18-year-old, if I went to any bank and asked for a $50,000 business loan, they'd be like, no, like, go fuck yourself. Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck, what the fuck you think you're going to need a $50,000, $100,000 business loan at an 18-year-old? But they'll allow you to put, take out $50,000, $100,000 for student loans with an APR that's like 35 million percent. It's a scam. It's a All of it. Ad- all of it is predatory. It's predatory as fuck. All and, of it also, is and also, we, the, 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 the gag in the... Is that? Look at you using words. I blame y'all. Y'all have y'all have said these words around me so much that if I didn't know what they meant, I wouldn't be able to talk to y'all. So, but 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 the reason the jig is sky high is because we keep moving the goalposts as far as what's an acceptable level of education to get a good job. And and it, it, where, you know, it used to be if you graduated high school, you could get a good job, a really good job. Now, you try to do anything with a high school diploma, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, in your application, if you send it and you, all you got is a high school diploma, they're going to file a McDonald's application and send it back to you like, I think this is where you need to work, big fella. You, you sure you don't want to work, work in a warehouse, nigga? Exactly. And so now, even with a bachelor's and part of the, and people ask me, you know what I'm saying, like, why did I go back from my MBA after this long? Truth be told, I was determined to not do it, right? But for those who don't know, my mama, you know what I'm saying, the, 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 as you like to refer to her, the deacon, even though she's a minister. I love your mama. Um, my mom has a plethora of degrees. A plethora, a cornucopia, however you want to phrase it. So literally, as I'm walking across the stage, I'm literally done with my graduation. Like, I still got the cap and gown on. I don't even know if I have a diploma yet because I may have had some holds on my account that they needed to, they needed to resolve before they actually gave me that bitch. One of our family friends literally comes up to me and is like, you know you're not done, right? He's like, your mama got four degrees. You think you're going to stop at one? Right. Mind you, I had just got off the stage. Yeah, nigga, because black folks do that. Like we don't, we don't believe in black joy as as something that we can use in 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 fighting against the the atrocities of being black. So and so so I was like, nah, fuck that. I don't want to go back to school. Listen, I looked at my GPA and I I got a lower GPA, cumulative, and I fought, but I realized that like I stopped giving a fuck. Like <laughs> I stopped giving a fuck senior year, but. And and so I was like, I'm just gonna get the experience. If I if I got the experience, the NBA won't matter. <laughs> it turned out to matter, right? And with with where I'm in with where I am in my life, this was this was going to be the right time to be able to do it, right? So that's why I did it. And and the reason why is, you know, you know that like statistically, you know I'm a big math person, right? We are going to be the first generation that statistically has it worse than a generation that came before us. So there's there's something where it's called like percentage of wealth that's owned by a generation, right? So so we talk about millennials, right? There are 40-year-old millennials because millennials are technically anyone that's born um, 1980 and later. 
1980 till through like 1997, whatever it is. And so as a, as a whole, millennials have like only 5% of, a, of the wealth of a country. Mm-hmm. Compared to baby boomers who have like 20 something percent of the wealth. When compared to like the generation after baby boomers who have like 30% of the wealth. So we are, we are historically the, the generation that is the most worst off in human history. And then we have the nerve to complain about Klarna and Afterpay and shame niggas who are putting monthly four payments on shit. Like we, like we making a lot of money. And, and part of the frustration I have and part of the reason I try to take breaks on Twitter now is a lot of y'all niggas are faking the funk when y'all come to this money that y'all claim to get. And the stats aren't matching up to your tweet. A lot, of, a, lot, a lot of you niggas, and if you feel offended by this good, I, don't, I really don't give a fuck. The stats say there's only 1% of African-American millennials are making over six figures. That's the stat. The stats say that the average, the median net worth for black families is zero. So all you niggas who are gatekeeping these travel places because that's the only way you can feel like you're, you're a part of an elite class because your paychecks don't tell you that. So you mad that you, you went to Tulum and you mad that other black people are going to Tulum now. You're mad that you went to Santorini, Greece, and other black people are going to Santorini, Greece now. You, 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 you're, mm-hmm. uh, all you niggas who your passport is your personality. I'll be honest with you. I have no respect for blacks who shun other blacks for now touching places. Like, we talk about this a lot. The moment that black people make something popular or start going there, like in droves or in free, more frequency, right? Like Tulum, for example, for example, y'all calling Tulum the new Miami as if Tulum's still not expensive to get to for somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, Tulum, there, still you Tulum. have to, you have to take several flights to get to Tulum. I'm yeah, still, like that's not a straight, like there are no nonstop flights to Tulum right now. Like you have, there's a layover at least, there's at least one layover. That's not expensive as shit. Like you, okay. I'm gonna tickle our fancy. I'm going to Google how much it is right now for a nonstop flight from Cincinnati to Tulum. Okay? okay, and if you got and if and if niggas really got it like that, if niggas really got it like that, they could absolutely cash at me for it and stop talking shit. If you're not in the mood to do that, stop talking shit. First, I like how you just phrase it like make, make, if, if, if cash app you. How about cash app us if they got enough money to buy a nonstop trip to Tulum? I am a broke college student. We are broke college students right now. We both need this bread. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Don't sit here and talk shit about other people's experiences just because you got to do it first. Honestly, that's and I hate this analogy. I truly hate this analogy because crabs don't belong in a barrel to begin with. But the issue that I have with them with that is that you see I, other black people having experiences that you no, no that's not the analogy I want to use. Let me I, back. I up. got you. I got you. No, 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 no. Let me finish my thought. Let me finish my thought. The issue that I have is this: the it, it's the elitism attitude behind it because you think that there are certain blacks that you're better than, so the experiences that you're having that they're now having, you they're not deserving of, and at at that burns me to my fucking core. I don't like that. I like to see everybody come get it. 
And if I'm doing something that you're interested in doing, come holler at me. I'm going to tell you exactly how I did it. Because nine times out of 10, what you think I paid for it, I didn't. Because who the fuck wants to pay for some shit if they don't have to? Who the fuck wants to pay full price for shit? Y'all be elitist over the craziest things. And also, a lot of you find your value as a person in being the only black somewhere. I don't like that. It makes me uncomfortable when I walk into spaces, I'm the only black person. I don't like it. I need to see one other nigga, at least. Because otherwise, I'm going to think I'm going to get out. You know? So have you have you figured out how much... Uh, uh, Hold uh, on. Uh, I'm Googling right now. Googling right now. Okay, so let's say, all right, let's be fair. Let's say we take the flight. Let's say we take the flight in August. We'll give you to August. You know, give you some time. You know, the cheap flights are currently cheaper. You know what I'm saying? A couple months out, whatever, whatever. So if we go with the date of August 1st from Cincinnati to Tulum on a round trip flight. So say we take a week. Let's go for a week. So because if you were... If you if you if you a big baller, a week of Tulum should be nothing, right? Right. So niggas typically travel what Wednesday through Tuesday. Yeah. Right. Wednesday through Tuesday. Let's go Wednesday through Tuesday. Let's go Wednesday through Tuesday. That's a good vacation. It's a good vacation. Solid, right? Right now, for and this is just no filters. The first flight out of Tulum. The first flight out of Tulum on frontier is 501 dollars. that is the cheapest flight and you've got one stop the next yeah. cheapest flight the next cheapest flight is 604 and you're flying delta with also one stop so let's add a filter right now because you know me well you know because if you a big baller you don't do layovers you a big baller you don't do layovers non-stop flights for you only non-stop flights for you only big boy Oh, and that's economy class, by the way. Listen, listen, you know these niggas ain't traveling first class. Stop, Calvin. These niggas are begging for the exit row. Oh, let's see. Do they have any nonstop flights? There are no nonstop flights. So, okay, so boom. So you at five, you at 504 at Frontier. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There are two stops. But that's flying through Alaska. So, yeah, the flights get pricey. The most expensive flight to Tulum right now is going to be about 1300 And it's not good. But I'm not seeing any nonstop flights right now. And so, so it's $500, Oh, right? wait, well, it's $500. Let me see. Hold on. I just, let's add the nonstop. Yeah, all snap, no results. You can't get to Tulum without a layover, baby. And it's going to cost you. And that's and if you're going trying to go two month, two or three months from now, it's going to cost you still six hundred. But that's today. It's going yeah because because even that five hundred dollar fight is through Frontier. Guess what? Frontier that that don't include no bags, and you're you're traveling to Tulum for a week, so you're at least checking one bag. At least one. And you know what I mean? Like so 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 all it, I, we say all of that to say. First and foremost, y'all niggas like to count other people's pockets a lot. I don't like that. I don't like that. And secondly, you niggas, we are never, the revolution is never going to happen if you niggas are keep trying to be elitist about the shit that don't matter. Because you niggas are out here flexing and trying to be elitist about travel places. Mind you, y'all all were asking for the same stimulus check a couple months ago. What's, as, as the girls would say, what's T, sis? What's Tisa's? 
Like you, you are so elitist and oh, I can't believe you niggas are paint, using Klarna for shit. Mind you, you was we were all asking for our stimulus, so you couldn't have been making that much money because the stimulus has an income cap. The stimulus has an income cap of I think eighty thousand dollars. So if you make it less than eighty thousand dollars, you get you get the stimulus. And I've seen a lot of you niggas on my timeline asking for that where the stimmy was. I mathing mean... the, the math is it mathing. And also what, what people don't know is like listen, Klarna and Afterpath, I'm gonna put you niggas on game right now. You can do that for anything. It don't even have to be necessarily the, the stores that are on the app. You can Klarna and Afterpay damn near anything with, where cards are accepted because they will give you a ghost card for whatever amount that you are approved on based off of your, you know, your whole your, your situation. And you could enter the numbers into anywhere. So, listen, listen. A, I just found out that they have Klarna for flights. They have Klarna for they have Klarna for for flights. Here's what I'm saying. They, like, there are no excuses to fly your bitch out. There are none. <laughs> Look at you bringing it back to the toxic. There we go. There are there no go. excuses not to fly your bitch out. Yes, none. There is. Yes, there is. Because your what is the excuse? What is the reason? <laughs> what is the reason? Listen, listen. I'm I'm always wary of flyouts because I don't ever want to end. Well, I never wanted to end up on as the main character of a timeline. You feel me? So, like, I was always, like, super hesitant because I'm like... But you've flown a bitch out. Yeah, I'm thinking. I... You have absolutely flown a bitch out, Captain. Let's talk about it because you've talked about it on Wax. The short from Canada. She, well, isn't it a fly out or she paid for her own shit? Okay. That's what, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was like. I'm not saying that. It's still a fly cover. out. It's still a fly out because I paid for my own flight before, but that's because I actually liked it. She she actually liked me. That's what that, so, so I'm not, that's why, that's, my hesitancy wasn't because I didn't fly in somebody from Canada. My hesitancy was like, does that count as a fly out because she paid for her own flight? No, it I, counts. Because okay. you paid for everything else when she touched down. Yes. I just, I just had, to, I had to understand the rules of the game. Okay. I ain't want to be faking the funk out here if if it wasn't applicable, okay? I don't want no smoke. But long story short, stop counting each other's pockets. Otherwise, you're going to end up like Larsa Pippen and out here just, just, just being ruthless. So, can we talk about what happened? What was the iOS press release, Calvin? So, it was so... Actually, so, this is a good time for you to explain the sport. Yes, I'm explaining sports in in a couple of different areas here. So first, we are going to start with the what the should we start with Larsa Pippen or should we start with what the NBA playoffs mean if you don't like basketball? Who gives a fuck? They shouldn't be playing anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> that's your that's your default for everything. Yeah. Be- <laughs> LeBron James, listen, LeBron James has been injured on fucking purpose because that nigga don't want to play, and I don't blame him. <laughs> So, so ladies, the NBA playoffs are going on right now, and I'm gonna answer a couple frequently asked questions. Yes, the games are there are games on every single day. No, them niggas can't take a day off. Them niggas, them, them, there, there are games every single day of the week: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and repeat. The second frequently asked question. 
No, your nigga cannot put the game on DVR. No, you cannot DVR a live basketball game. It's the only thing you cannot DVR. It's correct. It's not. It's not The Bachelor. It's not Love and Hip Hop. It's not. Uh, it's not Bridgerton. It's not none of these places where you can just kind of watch it. The highlights are going to be on immediately. They can't. It makes no sense. This live sports is still the one thing you can't avoid spoilers for. If you feel what I'm saying, like everything else, like okay, remember when Scandal was popping? Yes. Or Game of Thrones, or any 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 TV show, or like Snowfall, any TV show that the TL watches with you. Oh yeah. You know that if you can't watch it live, you just stay off. You stay off the internet until you can. Right. Live sports is the one thing where you can't do that. Because literally, as soon as the game is over, your phone will tell you who won and who got the most points. So you have to watch it live. So, so, so for so for my women friends who don't like watching the game, because there are, there are some women out there who don't mind watching the game with their nigga, and this is why God's going to bring y'all to heaven. But for the women who are like, ew, sports, <laughs> understand that for the next two months. Y'all might have to do daytime activities. Understand for the next two months, if you do bring that nigga outside, he is going to have his phone on him and he is going to be checking the score. Understand, understand that, like, if you know what? I went on a date recently Look and at shut up, <laughs> shut up, Calvin. Leave me alone. I went on a date recently and it was a casual date. It was nothing serious. It was nothing, it was nothing serious. A casual, like, a casual date to the precinct. Casual coochie tour, okay. <laughs> and um, what happened? We were at. We, I was actually in the middle of saying something, and I think it wasn't. It's some game was on. You know, I don't follow. And some game was on, and his phone would not stop vibrating. Now, mind you, he had his phone on the table, face down. But it was like I could still feel the vibration on. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to he's trying to be nice and you know thoughtful. And of course, he was trying to impress me, so he didn't wear his Apple Watch, so the notifications would go there. Also, hi, pro tip: if you're on a date and you want to catch the notifications of the game, wear your fucking Apple Watch, my nigga. That way, you can catch the highlight and keep up with the conversation without picking your fucking phone, dick. <laughs> he 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 just ain't want to look like a spy kid. That's all. <laughs> Calvin, please. <laughs> I'm smoking. Please. They got shit to do with me. I just choked, nigga. Relax. Relax. Um, fucking, uh, see, you made me lose my high-ass train of thought. <laughs> no, but, but no. we made you lose your high-ass train of thought. So, no. Fuck that. So, my nigga, um, hear me out. He kept, like, his phone kept vibrating, and I was just like, you want to just check that? He's like, no, I'm no, I'm here with you. I'm here with you. I said, no, you're not. Go ahead and check your phone. Right? So he's like, I appreciate you. So he <laughs> checks his phone. And of course, something happened on the court. Something's going on. Something. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Right. I was like, you want to go watch the game? So we ended up leaving and going to go watch the game at a little bar. Because, I mean, we finished dinner. And we ended up leaving to go watch the game at a bar. Because, honestly, he'd have been paying attention to that. Buying me drinks, kicking it, we'd have probably talked. I'd have got into the game a little bit. Like I'm not bad company. I'm just not interested. 
So like I but I also know how to let people enjoy things. So if you want to take me to go watch the game with you, I'm good company. You're going to you're going to enjoy it. I'm just going to be paying attention to everything else. But I know not how to like I'm not going to disturb you. I'm not going to be on my phone the whole time. Like I know how to be a good date. So yeah, but it was cute. But like, yeah, something dirty. This is the part of the season where I'm actually glad there's not a nigga in my motherfucking house every goddamn day because I don't have to compromise my fucking TV. My shit gets to watch whatever the fuck I want to watch. And my kid is only into real. He's honestly only into soccer. Listen, we gonna, we gonna, we, I'm going to get that nigga LeBron. I'm going to get that nigga LeBron. Jersey. Sure, you introduce him. You know what I'm saying? Come. Listen, come, come over to the dark side, nephew. Come over to the dark side. Anyway. Come pick his, come pick his ass up. He's going to be here. Come pick <laughs> his ass up. Listen, you know you know I like kids I can give back. So. Baby, listen, I don't understand why y'all don't come get this nigga more often. Y'all be wanting, honestly, give your fucking girlfriends a break and come get kid up. All he's going to want to do is play the game. You want to play the game. He'll watch sports with you if you explain it to him. Y'all be trying to sit down and get into the game. You want somebody to talk to about sports? Kiddo likes to learn. You give him something he can sink his teeth into and show him that he's actually good at it, he'll be hooked. He'll be hooked. Y'all want a little brother? You got one. Some of y'all. Because let's be clear. Let's be very fucking clear. Okay? Okay. <laughs> Anyway, Calvin, um, so we know that your girl is taking a statistics class right now, right? Uh-huh. And I'll be real with you. <laughs> well, sorry, y'all. <laughs> the group chat is, my family group chat is probably the funniest fucking group chat I'm in right now. Because we honest. We are so honest with each other. <laughs> we are so honest with each other. Anyway, so, um. I forgot my whole train of thought. <laughs> anyway. I forgot my whole train of thought. Sorry. See, that wasn't that's, me. That's, that's the weed. That's the weed. <laughs> so, well, I'm taking a stats class right now, which is also why I got fried. Because I just hit this blunt. When we're done recording, I'm going to finish making this pot of coffee. It's going to be a 2 a.m. night because I have to study for my job. I have to study for my, I have to study for class. And I'm taking like 18 credit hours right now. Y'all, leave me alone. We're going to come back to that because I had to check somebody earlier. Stop about, inviting me out places because I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yeah, and I don't need to say yeah. Also, I love the fact how my friends bully me into my homework. Not that I'm not doing it, right? But y'all bully me into my fucking homework because if y'all see me out, that'd be like, did you finish that assignment? Did you? No. All right, a good friend of ours, a really good friend of ours, shout out to you, right? Really good friend in the circle. He helps me out with my stats, like literally. And in order for him to help me out with my stats, he has to like have my school login information so he can log in during the week, see what I'm doing. And then like, you know what I'm saying? Help like tutor me. He has to actually learn the class with me, right? He can see my grades. He can see them. And if I am fucking up, if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, if I'm not turning this shit, if he doesn't see any progress anywhere throughout the week, he's on my ass. 
And I low-key need this nigga in order to pass this fucking stats line. Like, I need you. So not only shout out to you, but if y'all don't think that there's not an accountability piece to this, you're off your ass. Off your ass. Man, there's so many foots in my ass when it comes to finishing this fucking degree. I can't even breathe. If I sneeze, there's a toenail coming out of my mouth. <laughs> it ain't easy being green, okay? So, <laughs> Speaking of it ain't easy being green, Larsa Pippen is on you niggas' ass. Listen, standing directly on top of next, okay? Can so, we also talk about how she, like, Lori Harvey should probably take notes? That's what I'm saying. Like, Larsa Pippen is who we think Lori Harvey is. Yes. So, so for those who are not aware, with Larsa Pippen is still legally married to Scotty Pippen. Yes, yep. Scotty, that Scotty Pippen. There. However, I think they've been separated for a while, and Larsa Pippen is just out here fucking whoever she wants, and then and then giving them back to their girlfriends like 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 lost money. Like, oh, you dropped you dropped this hundred dollar bill. Here you go. And, and so, um, the one of the players that she was involved with, and also she's fucking niggas in the league, which is not only problematic on Scotty's end, but she has a son that is also like trying to be in the league. Uh huh. So like he's going into the league, and he's gonna have niggas who's like, yeah, I, I fucked your moms, guarding him. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> remember, remember when uh, you you may not know, but remember, so KG told Carmelo one time. While he was guarding Carmelo, that his wife Lala tasted like honey nut Cheerios. I mean, hear me out. <laughs> Lala absolutely looks like she tastes like honey nut Cheerios. <laughs> or <laughs> wait, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I am sick. First of all, let's be clear. Lala Anthony absolutely looks like she tastes like Honey Nut Cheerios. Let's the gay in me leaked out. I'm sorry, guys. We here with it. It's Pride Month. Listen, Pride. <laughs> Y'all got a couple more days, nigga. Relax. So, anyway, um, let me tell you something. That's part of the the game. Motherfuckers have to get in your head. And you have to also understand that you need to be better better than that. If they fucking, if he's fucking your bitch, fuck his bitch too. And I ain't saying literally, or maybe literally, but okay. And be like, yeah, bro. Sweet Cherry Pride was written after your wife, bitch. Like, say something wild. Be like, cool. I will blow in that nigga's face and be like, that shit smell familiar. Like... <laughs> I like I would do some wild shit like bro I'm but also I'm really good at getting in people's heads so like that wouldn't bother me. I almost snitched on you on, on things you used to do to get get in bitches' heads, but you're better than that now. So I don't want to. Uh, let the chopper sing, Calvin. I ain't, I ain't too proud. I just remember. So you know, there's a lyric, right? Like, there's a lyric by uh, Westside Boogie. He was like. Like, I'm not beefing with you niggas no more. I'm just fucking your girlfriend. Absolutely was. That was you? Absolutely was. <laughs> I'm not arguing with you. I'm going to figure out who the love of your life is and ruin him. 
And what's crazy is that when I say I was fucking your nigga, I was fucking his head up. Nine times out of ten, he wasn't fucking. I can't say that. I was fucking something. I absolutely was. Maybe seven out of ten. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Six. Give me six. Like six, seven, six. But like, for real, I, honestly, I was just flirting. I was just giving him extra attention. And I wasn't doing nothing crazy. Only thing I was doing, I was popping up in his story a little bit more, liking a couple more pictures than I should. You know what I'm saying? Maybe giving a little bit more interactions in places I shouldn't. Oh, and don't let me run into you. I'm a trick. When I want your attention, I know exactly what to do. I know exactly. Niggas play with their pockets the same. Well, I love a bitch that play with her pockets. I love it. I love it because I'm a bitch who plays with her pockets. When I want a nigga's attention, I'm going to spend some money on him. When I like a nigga, I'm going to spend some money on him. When I love his ass, there's nothing he cannot get out of. Nothing. Is there a difference between niggas being easy and niggas being a hoe? Niggas are whores. You go, what? So, so Calvin, so, please. So, so I'm asking the question because if there isn't a difference, I'll concede that point. But I truly believe niggas are easier to please Calvin, because niggas, we don't, we haven't experienced shit. If it wouldn't be messy and connect way too many dots, I'm, I would love to prove my point. Because I'm getting ready. I would love to send a text message right now and tell this man to come over and smoke blunts with me and like slut him out for a bottle of wine and a blunt. <laughs> what did, I mean, what did, what did our guest last week say, man? Like, bring that, if you, if you pay attention to baked peanut butter, okay? <laughs> if you pay attention to what a nigga wants, because we're, and so it's, it's, honestly, it's honestly one of those things where it's funny, but it's also serious. And it shows that like, there is a huge subset of like partners that don't give a fuck what their man like. Yeah. And honestly, it, it's terrible when you claim that you like somebody, you have no idea what their preferences are. So what do you like exactly? You like what they do for you. You don't like you, that, man. You like what they do for you. And it's like, so, so, okay. And I'll so be honest. I'll be honest. <laughs> if you're being honest about that, what you do and do not feel for this man, I probably would judge you less because at least you're being real about it. It's the people who trick themselves into thinking that you like somebody more than you do that are deliberately causing harm to people that don't deserve it that I really be wanting to smack the shit out of. Because leaving him alone is free. Like, you remember how it was when you fucked your nigga, you fucked the first nigga with a car? All right, Calvin. My first, the first nigga I fucked with a car is my baby daddy. But I was also but, in high school. But you, so. but you, like, follow me here. So you remember how, you, when you fucked that first nigga with a car, you was like, I ain't never fucking nobody who ain't got a car again. Right? And then you remember when, the first time you fucked a nigga with his own place? And you yeah. was like, man, if I can't help it, I ain't never fucking in nobody mama's basement again. <laughs> you remember the first time a nigga flew you out? Man, woo! And you was like, "Hold on, nigga. You think you you think you can handle this pussy in one zip code?" <laughs> you the do start popping shit. You do start popping your shit. My first same, story is my first flyout story is wild. The same thing applies when it comes to men and like women who listen and take notice of us. You see what I'm saying? Like you you find you somebody who like. Pays attention to the type of shit you like. 
the type of gifts you like, the type of food you like, the type of shit that makes you happy. You was like, oh, hell no, I ain't never going back to these bitches who are out here giving me just whatever the fuck ever again. I have seen the light. You know, my computer be like, hey, bitch, it's time to plug us in. Please, yes, please don't let the computer die while we're recording. That would be terrible. That would be awful. Um, but so that's so that's where we are as far as just like that situation. So back to Larsa Pippen, right? So Larsa Pippen was dating this guy named Malik Beasley. Now you don't know who Malik Beasley is, and that should tell you how good of a basketball player he is. Malik Beasley is like the. Hmm. Ooh, I also do need to talk to you about my weekend because Alex got into some career. Yeah, go ahead, Calvin. So Malik Beasley is kind of like the. Who's a good role player in music? Malik Beasley is like the Sean Garrett of like basketball players. Actually, not even, he's not even Sean Garrett. He's like Sean Garrett's music career. He's like Jake Holiday. Oh, Calvin, please. <laughs> so, and so, but the problem is when Larsa Pippen was out here fucking with Malik, Malik had a whole wife and, and child and just left them okay. by the Was Larsa single though? Larsa's technically not single because she still has that nigga's whole last name. Okay. But okay, so I, think, I was divorced I think... and it took so having a nigga's last name and being divorced are two totally different things. Let me tell you. Because it took me two years to get my name back. It was bad. So but so the, the Larsa no Larsa's single and so and so she was you know, dating. So who's the whore here again? No, this is not okay. Okay. Larsa Larsa Larsa's wildin' for just how she's moving in general. Like, you had Future talking about, I fuck your baby mama better when the rents do. And he was talking about Larsa Pippen. It's just a level of disrespect. But Larsa, so... Well, so, these are some awesome... No, 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 no. The level of disrespect was on Future, not Larsa, because these niggas are also chatty, cassy-ass niggas. Every, every Drake album got a bitch name on it. Interludes and shit. That's a chatty, Kathy-ass nigga. These bitches aren't the ones telling. It's the niggas. Well, no. See, Drake's last album didn't have no interludes on it. No, it didn't have no interludes, but he was absolutely name-dropping. That shit annoying. Drake never name-dropped nobody. Well, no, no, no. no. I'm talking about whatever I'm talking... But you cannot say that Drake is not a name-dropping-ass nigga. It may not have been the last album. We ain't got to get into particulars or semantics. But that is an absolutely name-dropping-ass nigga. The, the last name-drop Drake did was 2017. The statute of limitations is almost up. Nigga, that's still fucking... Name- Didn't he just drop Sizz's name? Oh, okay. Didn't anyway. he just drop that? So we know. just gonna lie? Yes, we we are. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I I forgot that one. I I forgot your name. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. But that's what I'm saying. Bitches aren't the ones out here telling. Typically, when women tell the story, the last thing we want to say is the nigga's name because we be embarrassed. Okay, I be ashamed of some of the shit I be letting these niggas put me through. And like when I tell you, I be like, bro. And then it's not even that you put me through. It's not even that I went through it. It's the nigga who put me through it specifically. Like, not only did you go through some bullshit, but you let this ugly-ass nigga do it? My bitches be mad as hell, bro. I be embarrassed to tell these niggas, yeah, that's the one ruining my life, girl. That one. What? You do, you, listen, you, 
It's not you just give it you just give everybody a nickname like uh gas station. <laughs> oh my god, baby. Like, if like, you ooh, take gas, me a minute. If like, you ooh, take gas me station, a minute. Gas station pissing me off. I do not want these niggas to I do not want my bitches to know who I'm talking to. It be taking me like low key when some of y'all be hugging me when y'all see me out, I be having to look at my girls like bro relax. Because like, no. No. And the man that I actually like don't live here. <laughs> anyway, so 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 Larsa so Malik wrote I hate niggas who write public apology letters. I be I hating y'all little iOS press releases about how much you had done embarrassed the bitch. You know, like I listen, I promise to never I promise to never not only write no iOS story, um, you know, and, and put it out there, but I promise to never be like in, in any in any caption that features beloved or anything like that. Like, you know, we done been through our ups and downs or like, I just want to thank you for all we put. You know, like, I, even if we even if we have been through ups and downs, I ain't telling y'all niggas. Can I be real? It is to be assumed that if me and a nigga done been through been together long enough for you to be posting me up like that, we done already been through some shit. It is to be assumed that if we've been friends longer than five plus years. We done been through some shit because honestly, that's how you stay friends five plus years. Friends go through storms. Relationships go through storms. Couples go through shit. You don't have to put it out there that you done been embarrassed of me, nigga. You don't have to do that. You don't. It's okay for me to know you're embarrassing me. It's not okay for the world to know I'm out here getting embarrassed. Please stop. <laughs> so, here's, so here's Malik's caption. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, kind of apologize to his wife about the Larsa Larsa Pippen drama. I want to say sorry for putting you in a situation you were put in the last few months. My head wasn't where it was supposed to be. I was looking for more when it was right here the entire time. Oh my God. I'm telling the world and you that there's nobody like you for me. For the record, I was the one who ended my last relationship off the fact there's no one like you. Also, for also, for the record, I wanted to do my own ish because I just oh. love you guys, and I definitely and I definitely ain't the type to set up pictures at the mall and ish. That's some childish ish, oh and I'm trying God. to grow individually and oh grow a family, God. a real family. I ain't looking to be judged. I'm looking for forgiveness. Oh my God! To forgive me for hurting my family the way I did. Oh my at the, God! At the end of the day, I'm a lover boy, and I miss holding y'all and loving y'all. Oh my God! I love you, Musha. I love you, Kai Kai. My family over everything. Oh my god! So that is, so that is Malik's. That's Malik's post, and then, <laughs> then here is Malik's wife's post. So remember, remember there's more. How, oh, there's more. And so remember, Malik. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Malik's post was to his wife or to Larson? Malik's post was to his wife. Oh my god! So oh my god! There's a lot of simping going on. Hella simping, a lot of simping. <laughs> Woo! Um, can I be honest with you? Before you read the wife's response, be honest. Can I just real, real? Be honest. I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. I 
as a, if I was on the recipient side of that and my husband went on the fucking internet to further embarrass me after being caught up with the next bitch and you go on the fucking internet to talk about the real hot boy shit that you did and how it all made you come circling back to me, you would have me so fucked up. You would, because the, what people saw was enough. What they already know is enough. You did not have to add shit to that. You embarrassing motherfucker, you. Oh my God. Do y'all not think with your head on your shoulders at all? Or is it just like blank space between your ears? Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? Like, honestly, does the Jeopardy theme song play in y'all head when y'all be making some of these, some of these decisions, bro? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Do, 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 do. <laughs> like what the honestly do you why would the fuck would you ever think some shit like that would ever fly <laughs> well honestly it's, it's honestly like i honestly <laughs> but you know what i said this last week bitches here like wolverine bro because honestly i don't know what the fuck i would do bro either because like honestly it's a desperation play it's a hail mary play right <laughs> so let's read what the wife has to say Oh, my God. At Larsa Pippen. And this is a lot, so I'm going to try to read this in a lively voice. Your threats are good over here, ma'am. Try somewhere else. You really need to be put in check or something because you're really wilding out here thinking you about to tell Malik or I how to act. So now you got me hot and I'm not holding back anymore. Period. I've been already told you to shut your trap because you embarrassed yourself enough already. Thank you. Stop right there. Stop right there. Thank you. I'm glad she got some motherfucking sense. Because let me tell you something. I told you to shut the fuck up, nigga. And you did what? The exact opposite. No, but she's adding Larsa. So this is more towards Larsa than to Oh, Malik. my God. Uh, bitch, <laughs> I would have ignored her. Because you know what? She's a symptom. So, she's a symptom. So she, He's the problem. All right. So what? let me... So. Both of you were wrong as hell, but you, ma'am, have the nerve to talk all that shit to me as if I was wrong. First of all, we as women don't claim you. You wouldn't know girl code if it slapped you in the face. You just an old, desperate, thirsty-ass, ran-through blow-up doll. Woo! You call paparazzi every single day, and every single man shit is sad and lame as hell. You need clout that bad at your age? Like, I'll be damned if I'm walking around behaving like that in 23 years. Oh, my God. Shaking my damn head. Oh, my God. This is a drag. And I'll really be damned to ever embarrass my children like that. Sheesh, like, go spend time with your kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> you ran to the media because you needed everyone to think you ended with Malik because you too embarrassed that you keep getting passed around like a hot potato. Oh Come on, let, let's stop putting lies out there. You haven't learned that your age may backfire. You really try to trap Malik, too. Uh, you, LML, you crazy trying to get him to go to fertility clinics with you. You barely even spend time with the kids you already have. And you Woo! want more... You're embarrassing, and woman to woman, you should probably tap out now because you're really going out bad. All those filters and surgery can't fix that insecure soul. Go work on yourself. Read a book. Something to better your life while you still have the time. And now, and now, and now, Larsa Pippen responded. I had to give you the full context of what Larsa Pippen just said. Woo! So, so Larsa responded, "Hey, sweetie, I can spend." a day going back and forth with you on the internet a woman to woman I would never do that especially over a man but as you some... just did that but this is exactly what the fuck you just did bitch what <laughs> but here's some but here's some free press for you let me clear up some of the myth <laughs> myth, 
Let me clear up some of the misinformation you shared as facts. Here's the truth about Malik. One, when I thought about him and how he treated your child, he's not the type of man I want around mine. Any man who would deny, any man who would deny his child and then leave the mother penniless is not a real man. <laughs> Two, he cried entirely too much. Three, he's cheap. But then again, you, but then again, you never saw any alimony, so you already know that. Since you wanted to speak woman to woman over social media, let me give you some womanly advice. If you ever find another man who wants you for you and not all the free press I'm giving both of you, lock him down. Malik was, Malik was a clout chaser who pursued me relentlessly before I even knew you existed. Oh and my have, God. And I have the DMs, but then again, he knows that. Last, lastly, and please do not take this the wrong way. All my beautiful children that you reference will never have to read how their father didn't claim them. Woo! You should be worried about the narrative you two need to create to distract yours from dealing with that reality. If you want to know the truth, subscribe to my OnlyFans. Sending peace and blessings to you both, Larsa. Kissy face, swipe up. Bitch, not... She threw not on listen. Let me tell now, you. Now, 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 while you gather your thoughts, I'm going to tell you how many points Malik Beasley has averaged for his career. Not enough for me to not know who he is. So, Malik Beasley. Is he even worth it? Just, don't, so, just cut to the chase. Is he worth it? Um, according to. <laughs> I'm gagged. So the answer, he is 24 years old, by the way. So both these women are too old to be acting this way over a 24-year-old. But Malik Beasley has I'm averaged... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How old is this young man? 24. I, I, so, I, I, don't, I, I don't put women's ages out there, but the, I know them hoes is old. Especially because those in Larson Pippen have a baby getting ready to go into the league. Yes, Larsa Pippen's son, Scottie Pippen Jr., is definitely like going to the league in the next couple of years. Let me tell you something. Hot off the fucking presses. First of all, I don't like young men. I don't like little boys anyway. That's not my thing. But me and Kiddo are very close in age. We're, we're only 18 years apart, which means that at some point, like, there's going to be a man his age that approaches me because I don't look my age. I would never date somebody or take or fuck with somebody, let alone any of that shit, with somebody who competes neck and neck with the same maturity as my fucking kids. That's weird to me. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. Like, as a woman. Now, I understand that, like, for men, it may work a little different just because it's misogyny in there somewhere, I'm sure. I can't connect the dots. I'm high, but like, <laughs> I'm sure. You out here, you out here using, you out here using misogyny like the like the apples, apples, hella Keller card. Just, just throwing it anywhere. I'm like, still ah. in there, bro. I'm too high to connect the dots. I'm not gonna hold y'all. I gotta use these last little brain cells to get to do homework. But like, I just listen. <laughs> I, I can't do it for me because there's gonna be at some point I'm gonna be. I just I like. I, no, it doesn't read to me. And that's not to me. 
You you want to know? So this nigga for his career has averaged nine point nine points a game. I can do better. <laughs> I can do better than that, baby. Put me in, coach. <laughs> he has averaged nine point nine points per game. He he has been to the playoffs one time in his career. He is a role player. He is the. He's like a SoundCloud rapper who who just got enough buzz to get signed to a label, but not really make no actual money. And these, if you want to see, honestly, men are the price. This is this is what I've learned. From this, Cal, I'm so sorry, Calvin. <laughs> men are the price. Men are the price. Uh, because like <laughs> this 24 year old bench player got these two 30. Plus year old women acting c- c- crazy. I mean, yeah. And then you combine that with the fact I done seen about four different women propose to niggas this week. Oh, we can tap on that. You know, when I was reading that, like watching it, like watching it, what the fuck was going on? I could hear, like, the cock of my dad's pistol in my head. Get up, get up, stink. <laughs> get up, stink. <laughs> and you know what the crazy thing is? And I make jokes a lot, right? Don't none of them niggas who are getting proposed to seem really happy that they're they not Bro, if accepting the bare minimum was the situation. Listen, between between women propose, proposing to niggas, I've seen... A couple different niggas getting married in white teeth this week. I saw a nigga, I saw a bitch propose to a nigga holding her pregnant stomach. Since if you don't get your dumb ass the fuck up, bro, that piss. Oh my god, I was so fucking mad. Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna list all the things I would rather do. What is what is uh, sweep your apartment with your eyelash brush? Uh, what is Corn Road Great American Ballpark? <laughs> um, what is mop mop the ocean with a toothbrush? Uh, what is lick the bottom of a porta potty? Uh, <laughs> baby, I will tongue kiss concrete. What is what is go swimming in in the crab barrel? What is, what is Play Jeopardy against Ken Jennings. <laughs> have I? Have we got to the point of of of, of what you would rather Baby, do? If I wanted to struggle, I would have stayed with my ex. Koofy wearing motherfucker. Ooh, shit, boy. Woo. If I wanted to struggle, I'd have stayed where I was at, baby. I'm cool. What the, I I just, you know what? Hello, patriarchy always somehow wins, right? There are certain traditions that I don't believe needs to be broken. And I know, I know, I know pitchforks and, and flames and riots outside my door. I'm scared. But like... There are certain things that I need my man to show me he's a man about. And the one thing I need you to be a man about is our future. Our future. 
I'm not asking for that. I'm not asking for that. And if men want to be treated as heads of households, if men want to be treated as that guy, that nigga, you want, you want that? Come get it. And bending the knee for me, showing me that when it's time for you to understand, to accept me and the responsibilities and the gifts and the love that come with being with a woman like me, yeah, come get me. Come ask for it. And come make sure that the village that you were taking me from in order for us to create our own is blessed by this because I'm going to need them as much as I need you. Yeah, come get me. I need that. And I'm not compromising on it at all. I will be a very single bitch before I do some shit like that because it's not about like going and bending and being there for your man. I think there are very legitimate and substantial ways to show that and give that. But if that man is not asking you to be his wife, for real, for real, it's a problem. It's a whole problem. Even as quickly as I got married when I did that, my husband got on one knee. It was just him and I. And it wasn't anything that like I was expecting or anything I was accounting for. We were literally like, it was, it was just him and I. It was just him and I. It was the most romantic shit I think I've, that's ever happened. I don't think I've ever talked about the way I got proposed to um oh it was a good time huh so minus the fucking motorcycle club outside of my goddamn window anyway it's petty because i'm thinking like i got bad knees but i like i could get down on one knee but you may have to help me get back up (laughs) no get your dumb ass to fuck up (laughs) (laughs) like listen like listen i'm a i'm a planet where like I'm going to say all what I got to say, like standing up and then like right as the ass happens, then I'll get on one knee to kind of like save my knee strength. Because listen, if I'm down there too long, I'm like, okay, you say yes. All right. Help me up. I'm dead. <laughs> and you better make sure it's, and honestly, I don't, I do care how you do it. I do. This is my second time around. And it's, it's, it doesn't have to be a certain way, but just make it very special. Whatever you decide to do. If you want everybody around me, make sure everybody that needs to be there is there. You know what I'm saying? If you want it to just be me and you, make sure it's something extremely special. Whatever that is. Like, whatever that is. And I notice I didn't say dollar. Notice I didn't say nothing extravagant. Whatever special is to you and I, whatever we did that made us us, include that. Include that. Like, that's important. So, but yeah, I, I that's not something I'm budging on when it comes to um relationships my husband my my fiance the man that sees me as his wife is gonna have to work. you're gonna have to do that i deserve that and what's crazy is that my husband wasn't my first proposal <laughs> yeah there's been more than one dumbass but um <laughs> But um, I feel like proposals before the age of twenty three don't count. When I tell you I've lived a couple different lives, Cal, <laughs> I've lived a couple different lives. But um, no, nah, awesome bullshit. No, I've had several different men ask me to be their wives, and I'm glad that even in my last marriage, we didn't work out as husband and wife, but we work out as partners. We're great. We're great partners. But uh, no, I think proposals should always be special. 
And I don't think anybody should settle on that aspect of their life because you truly only get one real time to make that what it, what you wanted to. Do. Yeah, you, you you don't get to do, but you don't get to like. Nah, that was. Let me let me let's let's run it back. You don't get to run it back at the phone. Mm-hmm. You don't get to do that. At one point in time, before we get up out of here, but at one point in time this weekend, a bitch was running in heels across gravel, and I'm pretty sure there's some kind of horror metaphor. That was it right there. You see, you never let the obstacles get in the way <laughs> between you and your goals. <laughs> you may have to kick a couple rocks along the way, my sister. Come on, Reverend. But and you you may have to trample upon the pebbles that enter into your life. <laughs> There may be dust all around you, but you will move through it in order to get to where you need to go. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, black people can make a sermon and a joke out of anything. So I was talking to this guy and I, you know what? I appreciate him because he's, he's older. He's older. He's closer to older. I'm not going to put it about him. Right. And he's really cool. Cool as shit. But I can tell that, like, he's stuck in his 20s, and you are far from that. You're far from that, right? Just the way you dress, the way you act, whatever. But I knew that kicking it with this particular person would be a really good time. Like, I just knew it was. So at some point this weekend, me and him hung out. Uh, I was having an anxiety attack. I was having a really bad night. I was just, I, I, I just couldn't get my shit together. I didn't necessarily want to be alone. But I didn't want to hang out locally. So I'm like, mm, that's close enough away, right? So I went up there, up, hit up north. It wasn't Columbus. It was, you know, close, whatever. I was in date. Just to kick it, hang out, whatever. Man, when I tell you I had a fucking ball, kicked it. Whatever I was little ass wanted. Whatever my little ass wanted. It was just a really good time. But then I realized, right? If I wouldn't date a 25-year-old, I'm for damn sure not going to date an older man who acts like a fucking 25-year-old because that's absolutely worse. Yeah, because at least the 25-year-old is 25. Yeah, at least the fucking 25-year-old is 25. So I just, yeah. I say this, and I'm going to end it. I'm my portion of today's podcast with this. And I'm going to let you have the positive note of the day, Calvin, because I know you got one. I know you got one. You've been happy lately. You've been glowing. Your hair been growing. Calvin, a whole bad bitch out here. Girl, stop. <laughs> Girl, stop it. So, yeah. I say this a lot. I think I'm going to take my dating sabbatical serious this time. And it's not because somebody's breaking my fucking heart or there's some Greek tragedy going on or like there's nothing going on. There's no traumatic experiences that are making me feel this way. I think I'm just a little fed up. And I think my fed upness has nothing to do with anybody but me, which is the difference between this time and last time. So I think I'm going to sit my ass down. I want to believe you. Yeah, everybody does. Everybody does. 
And I'm not going to say that like your girl may not go see somebody or I may not talk to somebody, but like the expectation factors of shit, I need to readjust. I need to see why I'm in it. And right now, kind of just been bumping my head a little bit, just a little bit. And it's not a bad thing because I bumped my head on a lot of shit until we get it, right? But I think this time I, I don't know. I got a little, I got a couple, I don't know. It's a, it's, it's weird. And I want to say that like, I wish I could have more to give you so that it sounds authentic or sincere, but I don't. So you're either going to believe me or you don't. But, um, I think that I'm just, and it, it, it's a process. You just slow down. You just slow down. We'll see. Wrong one built in a day. I got high hopes for you niggas. We gonna see. Okay. Calvin, what's your positive note? My positive note for the week is as follows. Um, It's okay to be not okay. Here. Um, I think sometimes we get caught up in trying to be positive, and I say we, I mean me. We get caught up in trying to be positive because we're told that we, you know, you got it. People have it worse. You know, it's temporary. But it's okay to understand that, like, you know what I'm saying? Certain shit sucks. And it's okay to feel these emotions. And matter of fact, the earlier you feel them, the better off you will be and the easier you'll be able to get through them. You know what I mean? You'll be able to push through it later. Toxic positivity is a thing. So. That's my positive note. It's okay to not be okay. You just, you just, you just, you feel what you need to feel, and then you, uh, you kind of just, you, 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 you feel it. You don't dwell on it, but you, you, you feel it, and then you, you move past it. That's what I'm trying to learn, and I, I hope that other people can, can learn that as well. I am proud of you. I'm very proud of you. And I think that you should give yourself more credit for being for you being proud of me. And that is my positive note. I'm proud of my friend. I'm and not excuse me, not that I'm not proud of our listeners for all that you do and all that you accomplish. Of course I am, right? Calvin, I am specifically proud of you because I know what the fuck is going. On. I know what you're going through. I know where your head is at. I know what you've been fighting and wrestling with yourself with internally externally you know what i'm saying you've been growing the fuck up my nigga and because you're growing the fuck up you're going through some growing pains that to be honest i've been waiting on i've been waiting on it because i i i know what you're chasing and i'm proud of you and the only thing i'm going to say to you calvin it's not going to get any easier and you need to lean into it and i'm glad that you are and i'm glad that more than anything, you're trusting the support system that you built around you. And I'm just glad that I'm this close to watch. And for real, and I know uh, Calvin is a fucking weirdo who has a hard time accepting love with his Grinch driving hard ass. But like, I'm glad that you trust me enough to let me in so that I can be the friend that you need. Because you've always been the friend I've needed. You That I've needed. And I'm grateful for you, and I'm proud of you, and you are fucking killing this shit, my nigga. Don't ever doubt. Thank you, friends. I I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, I'm gonna get better at accepting nice things. Please, because like you're a luxury item, and you deserve to be treated like the bad bitch you are. Everybody does. So, um, 
on that note, it's your boy C. Diddy. It's your girl, Ali Nicole. We are out of here. Peace. Yo, I'm about to take a chance, yo. Blindfolded with the free throw.